Wouldn't you like to have $5.2 million in money you just couldn't explain? Hey, everybody, I'm Steve Green with Scott Ott and so Rachel filling in for Bill Whittle this week on another Thrill a Minute Right Angle Lightning Round. That's right. Five headlines, three men, no warnings, no rules. It's a cage match of news. Anyway, uh, before we begin, click that notification button, the like button, the thumbs up button, whatever you get. Click it. It helps us out. Okay. Thanks. Anyway, uh, Scott, we're going to start with you this week. Google mm. introduces prompts on their uh, on their uh, uh, software to make sure you write like a leftist. I'm I'm not making this up. Free speech campaigner Silky Carlo of Big Brother Watch observed that Google's new word warnings aren't assistive. They're deeply intrusive. This speech policing is profoundly clumsy, creepy, and wrong, often reinforcing bias. So, Scott, basically. Google has reintroduced Clippy to their to their <laughs> online office suite. And wasn't it a bad idea when Clippy wasn't all political? Hmm. Uh, give me a second. I'd like another sip of my Silky Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Is that a great name? Yeah. I love this country. It sounds like uh, it sounds like Clippy got bent. Um, I, what is like? What kind of stuff are they suggesting here? You mean when you're composing a Google document? Yes. They're they're yes. they're jumping in and say, "Hey, I see you're you're writing something that would be uh, considered a microaggression. Please yeah, consider it, rewording with the following." Yeah, it's like Grammarly, but with a you know a big old progressive chip on its shoulder. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm assuming. Well, can I opt into this or opt out of it, or is this going to be new part of the standard package? I I don't yet know. I don't use Google Docs because I don't use Google. So somebody's yeah. going to have to fill me in on this. I have I have it because I use some storage uh, features for Google, but but I don't um, I don't I rarely compose in Google. Yeah, I I didn't like it when Clippy was telling me, you know, hey, it looks like you're writing a letter. You want some help? I was like, <laughs> no, Clippy. If I wanted some help, there's a little link at the top of the page that says help, and I would have clicked the help thing. <laughs> But I do not need to be rescued. Wait until I yell out, help, and then you can help me. Um, yeah, I guess there's somebody who you know has good intentions and thinks that they're going to improve the civic dialogue in this country if they step in and prevent us from saying what's truly on our minds. And I don't doubt that some of us uh, should ponder a word before sharing it with others on occasion that we might want to do what Abraham Lincoln did, which was sit down and write the letter you really want to write and then hide it in a crevice in your <laughs> desk and just kind of forget about it for a while and usually never send it at all. Um, so, you know, that would be useful. But that's something that I, I should like I want to buy software like that. I don't want it to be packaged with something that that I'm already getting uh, because somebody else is trying to fix me. I'm okay with me trying to fix me. I just don't want other people trying to fix me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, I don't even use Grammarly anymore. My editor at PJ Media wanted me to, but it. it, it, it my writing's a little loose and a little fun, or at least I think it's fun. And Grammarly was always trying to <laughs> sterilize it. And, and now, yeah. if you want to make it politically correct, I'd lose my job over that. I'm not having any of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, next headline for you. Actually, this isn't a headline. This one is a tweet that came from a CNN reporter. I kid you not. It said, Breaking! Vice President Kamala Harris has tested positive for COVID, White House says. And presumably, the second part of the tweet also came from the White House. She is not considered a close contact of President Biden. 
<laughs> I thought that's how she got the job. Uh, you know, she's got to pass the sniff test. She didn't pass the rest of the country sniff test. But uh, yeah, I thought she had to pass that. Man, I guess, you know, other than that, I guess a lot of people would be like, Kamala who? Because she seems to be very AWOL, absent. You only know she's around if you hear that snicker or that giggle that she's got or Ooh. something like that. So they got to cycle her name. And I guess they got to attach it to something important, you know, like COVID. To say, oh, Kamala, is she like important or something like that? So, uh, yeah, um, other than that, I mean, I guess CNN needs something to talk about. Maybe to take people's minds off of CNN Plus, whatever that was. Uh, just finding some ways to be able to stay relevant somehow. And uh, I don't know, give her, you know, give her another, uh, give her another shot. Hey, Steve. Yeah. I, I, I happen to be watching CNN, as I mentioned during our backstage episode, which only members can see at BillWhittle.com. But um, I happen to be watching CNN when they announced this. And after the first time they announced it, then it became their top story. So their top story above the war is that Vice President Harris has an asymptomatic case of COVID. I'm like, this is what we want to break into programming with. And I just thought, wow. Normally, I would think, well, that's a slow news day top story. But like she trumped a war. And mm. I do hope that uh, the vice president makes a full recovery from not feeling sick. Um, mm. I just I'd also, you know, Harris and Biden uh, both reminded me of something. The, the authors of the 25th Amendment were actually kind of panicked. It was written after the Kennedy assassination. Yeah. And uh, this was the, you know, the, the height of the Cold War right after the Cuban Missile Crisis. And the fear was, what if Kennedy had just been incapacitated? What if he were brain dead, but still the president and the Soviets decided to launch a nuclear attack? Who, who would have the legal authority to respond? But clearly, the authors of the 25th Amendment were in a rush because Kamala Harris and Joe Biden both made me think, that they left out a provision for removing the vice president. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Scott, next next uh, headlines. For, you know, if we'd have removed Biden eight years ago, we'd never be in this mess. Anyway, uh, Scott, next headline. Tanking Biden agenda has made Joe Manchin one of the most popular senators in the country. Uh, Morning Consult, this is from uh, Olipine over a hot air, brings news today that Joe Manchin has turned political gravity upside down, becoming the eighth most popular senator in the U.S. as measured by job hmm. approval in his home state. And Scott, I would just mention to you that Joe Manchin is a Democrat serving in one of the most reliably Republican states, West Virginia. And, and frankly, I hope they keep it that way. I think one of the best things that Republicans have going for them is Joe Manchin as a Democrat. Um, yeah. He has been more effective, I would wager, than 99% of Republican senators. <laughs> so he is. Wait, doing... Mitt Romney is not 99% of Republican senators. <laughs> <laughs> he's, no, he's part of the 1%. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> there. I, I think that that. Uh, he seems to be, and, and and again, I just see the news coverage. I see the externals. I don't know the guy. I'd never met him. And, but he seems to be a person of some integrity who actually thinks that his principles matter and that he should vote according to them and is not willing to cashier his entire existence and identity on behalf of uh, whoever happens to be in charge of the Democratic Party at the time. And that's a rare bird in politics. So um, it does not surprise me that people are rewarding him for not just for being, you know, like John McCain used to run around bragging about how he was a maverick. 
like. I don't get the sense that that Mansion is like that. Mansion doesn't seem to be going, you know, strutting around and going, "Hey, I'm such a maverick. I'm bucking the party." He just votes what he believes, and people respect him for that on both sides of the aisle. Indeed. Uh, so, next one is for you. Daily Mail calls it Joe's missing millions. Uh, financial records as tax records reveal Joe Biden had $5.2 million last year in unexplained income. Uh, emails show he paid Hunter's legal bills uh, for one megabucks Chinese deal. I, that's the one where the big guy was mentioned uh, getting his, his 10% cut. Um, wouldn't you like to have $5.2 million in money you just couldn't explain? Oh, man, that'd be a blast. Because uh, right. if I couldn't explain it, I couldn't hide it. Man, I guess I wouldn't have to report it to the IRS because, you know, they're going to want some. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden, man, they're, uh, you know, they need to be worried, more worried about that mind that he's missing over the, instead of these millions that he's missing. We got this dude whose uh, his mind is somewhere lost in the Rose Garden or maybe like lost in Hillary's emails or lost in Hunter Biden's uh, laptop or something like that. They need to be more worried about that. And sadly, this is the person who was able to sneak into the White House. Uh, but, yeah, in terms of the deals that he's doing, you know, hey, I'm just going to chalk it up to that, that white privilege that he has that Democrats uh, seem to be uh, lording over uh, and he gets to enjoy that. So I don't know what's going to become of this, of these uh, uh, Biden's millions. What is that movie? Brewster's millions. It's going to be Biden's millions. And uh, he's just going to be able to go ahead and come up with that missing money. Uh, nobody's going to have to really do anything about it. In the meantime, once again, I would just strongly urge people to say, hey, can we go ahead and find Joe's mind first? <laughs> that would be nice, but uh, uh, it reminds me of the old line from the Iggy Pop song. Uh, you're looking for the joke with a microscope. <laughs> um, and I know I that there's look. a joke to be found somewhere in what I said. And yes, break out the microscope. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. <laughs> Indeed. Um, actually, uh, and Zoe, thanks for filling in this week. Uh, next week, uh, that Bill, what's his name, fellow, will be back. I'm sure it'll be just, just fine. Anyway, it's always great having you here. Uh, last headline is for me. Uh, the New York Times and FX channel team up for Elon Musk expose on Tesla, Tesla deaths. Apparently there's some big mm. Tesla cover up on all these dead people. And uh, I ran the numbers because, you know, I think that kind of thing might actually matter. And uh, let's see, there have been 254 deaths in accidents involving Tesla electric vehicles since 2013. And I got this from a site called tesladeaths.com. This is a real website. Yeah. So you can look this up and you'll know I'm not blowing smoke here. Um, now, sometimes the driver was at fault. Sometimes it was the fault of the driver of the other car or other cars. And at least one fatal accident involved a Tesla's mechanical failure. Again, these things happen, unfortunately. Only 12 of those deaths in the last nine years involved uh, Tesla's uh, autopilot, that controversial thing that is not actually an autopilot, and maybe Tesla shouldn't call it that. Um, and only some of those accidents involved the driver using the autopilot the way it was intended to be used. Most of those 12 accidents were because the driver was trying to use autopilot as an actual autopilot. I heard a story about it. One guy, he put on the autopilot and got in the back seat and took a nap. Mm. Right? Yeah, you just, just don't do that. So the New York Times and FX have ginned up this documentary on this cover-up, on this stuff that's on a website called tesladeaths.com. There's not a whole lot of news here, and we all know why they're doing it. They gin this thing up when Musk started talking about free speech, and they're going to try and silence him. Well, he's got Twitter now, as you'll see in my other segment this week, so 
Good luck with that, New York Times. And hey, that's your lightning round. We did the whole thing. I hope you didn't mind too much. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.